podcast, where we explore the backgrounds of interesting individuals and how they intersect with our building industry in Iowa. I'm your host, Ben Hammes, and I'm going to bring to you topics that help educate, develop, grow, and enhance you and your company. Hi, Elisa. Well, hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Well, it's been a long day. It has been. An exciting day. Seven hours with our Young Workforce Advisory Group here today at MBI. Yes, the first, uh, the first gathering of a new task force dedicated to the workforce crisis and how MBI is going to kind of amplify its strategic efforts in this. Anyway, it was really exciting. I don't need to give you the sales pitch. You, no, were, you were there. I but, got to participate uh, with the group. Yeah. We had 17 of what we would consider our young professional, young emerging leaders. The new guard. The new guard. Yeah, yeah, the next gen, the future of our industry. Um, so yeah, we're we're asking different people different questions mm-hmm. to try to redefine our commitment in workforce and and redefine what we what we should be putting our efforts behind. So yeah. I got to come in as a, as a facilitator and have a little fun and and poke and ask some hard questions. And I'm I'm really excited about what uh, what comes next because today was just the beginning. Yep. Of course, we were building on the strategic foundation that the board has laid, where they already committed to to workforce as one of the four strategic pillars. So we we had that endorsement from them and that green light to move forward, and, and this allowed us to really drill down. Yeah. No, it was a very, very informative session. And I think before we delve deep into that, I want to talk about first how you got here. Oh, yeah. Let's oh, about, about me. Yeah, okay. A okay. little bit. Let's talk about your experience. Okay. Well, how do you, you have uh, some unique experiences working with different AGC chapters around the United I States. Do. So I tell do. us about those. Tell us about the, or tell the audience about your experience. So I, um, I started on Capitol Hill actually in Washington, DC and uh, spent some, some time in the political realm, um, which led me to political action committees. So I know MBI has a pack. Um, most trade associations do. And, uh, and through political fundraising, I was introduced to trade associations. I started actually with the national roofing contractors. So I started in the sub specialty realm um, and then uh, and then was introduced the, to the associated general contractors where I spent uh, 11 years working with their national network of chapters and uh, supporting members, uh, advancing advocacy, identifying the challenges of the industry. So after that, you know, I graduated from that just uh, a few years back um, and now get to work directly with local and regional and state uh, construction trade associations and trades on, on a variety of issues, whether it's their own leadership development, whether it's industry advancement, whether it's workforce development, um, and get to kind of come live in the trenches and, and help the people who are at the forefront of these opportunities and these challenges to, to figure out what their next steps are. So as you travel around the country, what are those emerging themes? Well, what are I, the biggest challenges? Workforce is clearly a workforce challenge. Workforce is, and it always drill, has been. Drill deeper. Workforce has, and it always will be. Um, you know, you'll you'll always hear cons- the construction industry say that safety is a priority, mm-hmm. as it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you'll, I think, more and more. We see the large contractors and the smaller contractors diverging around the adoption and acceptance of technology. Mm-hmm. You know, are you mm-hmm. investing? Are you innovating? Are you pushing? Or are you just doing the things the way you've always done them? 
um, with, with little new investment. Um, so technology is one that I see being adopted and a challenge at different levels around the country. Um, and, uh, you know, not all markets are booming. Mm -hmm. <laughs> not all markets are, uh, are, are pushing forward the way they have in the past. Mm -hmm. We also see shifts in the union, the mm -hmm. union marketplace. Some are contracting. Some, um, you know, in some places the halls are empty. And, uh, and, and so, you know, Iowa is unique in the sense that it has a diversity of project sizes and project types, a very um, active industry who all, you know, aggregate here under the, the MBI umbrella. Um, but, you know, you're growing, you're building. I mean, you're getting a Dave and Buster's down the street. We that, are. That means yeah. you made it. You've made it. <laughs> when we have a Dave and Buster's. When you've got a Dave and Buster's, <laughs> you're, you've arrived. Yeah. yeah. So, um, well, you know, know, D.C. always gets this, this, uh, this black guy for being, you know, removed from the rest of the country, right? right? Des Moines gets that here. We get, we get the black guy for being removed from the heart and soul of this state, and that's, that's rural Iowa. Yeah. And so we have to step out of that. And I think what was unique about today is bringing so many different of these young leaders from all four corners of the state yeah. to come in and share their unique experiences too, because we know that the Des Moines market is different than the Dubuque market. Sure. It's different than the Sioux City market, and it's different than the the Story City market, where I'm from, right? We don't have a lot of commercial building needs unless it's the school. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it brought a lot out today with this group. And so I wanted to talk about that kind of next. We go into, we had a really healthy uh, SWOT analysis um, that I thought was really neat. Some of the threats that came out, I mm -hmm. thought stood out to me the most. I'm kind of going back to my notes, but the group had come up with in terms of threats, uh, parents and teachers, kind of yeah. the perception, right? Lack of diversity, stress of the job, instant gratification amongst uh, the youth. The next, those whippersnappers. That's the, right. The next gen. The TikTokers. Yeah. Right? The Gen Zs. <laughs> job hopping, social media generation, uh, changing how the jobs get done, rural pool around Iowa shrinking, um, competition with other industries, yeah. um, and the technology rate of change. So those were the threats that were identified to yeah. our workforce challenges going forward. Between, Anything stick out to you? You know, I, between our threats and what we identified as what I think most people would agree are realities of the industry. Mm -hmm. um, and, and our group today was really uh, very well spoken in, in identifying those. But we all see that. We all see, I mean, if you just heard that list and you didn't shake your head or say, oh, yeah, yeah, that's happening here or I see that or whatever. I mean, this was a list of what I think were easily agreed upon threats. And between those and our then vision for the future, which was the most exciting part of the conversation for me was when the group got to brainstorm and, and design and paint a picture of construction in 2030. Yeah. And in some ways, that picture was very scary. Yeah. Uh, but let's uh, talk about that. Okay. That, that. That was that was scary, but there were a ton of opportunities too Exciting. That, we, that we identified. It's right. only scary for those that are afraid of change. Right. It's only scary for those who are not ready to keep up with the pace of change, and to your point, who don't see change as the opportunity mm -hmm. that it that it is. So it's it's not scary for everyone, but that was what I, I wanted to break through was that the future and and this this workforce crisis, which is a symptom of the rapid change that we are experiencing, only leads to a greater necessity for organizations like MBI and a greater need to come together in task forces like today to continuously discuss what the future looks like and to share ideas and to innovate 
around our strategies. Right. Yeah, I mean, 2030, uh, going back to my notes again, the, the what the industry looks like, and this is what the group came up with, that um, our industry is carbon neutral. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's right. We did say that. We did say that. Yeah. Oh, no. That lead is the new normal, which yeah. I think this I think we're there. We're, we're close there, to that. Right? Uh, prefabrication, precast, um, you know, panelization. Again, uh, we're, we've started that. Yep. We've more than started that. A lot. Yep. That may even be the new normal by yep. 2030. But it, I think on that point, too, we were talking about how much more, more streamlined it would be right. and by 2030. Um, smart building materials were there to some degree. Um, uh, they'd like to see uh, encouraging the designers to accept, uh, accept new materials and ways of of uh, designing projects, augmented reality. We talked about unmanned delivery of products to yeah. job sites. Yeah. Right. I mean, We've exciting changes. Unmanned vehicles across the road. Yeah. That's going to be a part of the solution in the future. Large scale printing, um, industry consolidation yep. and owner expectations. So anyway, all of those things were themes uh, around what we're going to develop here as a product. I know you have a flight to catch, so I'm going to let you go here. But before you do that, can you can you wrap up the process? What do we get out of a deliverable here? Sure. You know, the, the discussion of the future allowed us to really realize how different our approaches to workforce development need to be moving forward. We can't job fair our way out of this. Right. So what comes of today is a distillation and a drafting of a strategic workforce plan. So something that builds upon the organization's strategic plan and singularly focuses on our capabilities and our priorities in the workforce space. Um, we're looking forward to presenting a draft proposal to the board of directors this summer and then reconvening as a task force to, um, to, to delegate, to own, to champion, and to, to get going. Um, the clock's ticking. The clock is always ticking on, on workforce, and there's a lot of areas where this organization can make Great change, seismic change, mm -hmm. not only by exploring new, but by leveraging all the great things that are already happening. Mm -hmm. Doubling down on a lot of those efforts. Right, and telling the story. Some right. of this is just about shining the spotlight and telling the story, not only externally to students and, and prospective employees, but to parents, to teachers, to counselors, to even employers. Yeah. Well, that's that's certainly our role and a role we want to play and. You're going to play a big part in that moving forward. And so for that, we thank you for your time. We thank you for coming here, having your first trip to Iowa. Woo, yep. Um, but, folks, she's got to get on a flight. So we were uh, lucky to keep her a couple of extra minutes. She's getting yeah. back to D.C. Um, thank you again for being here. Of course. We look forward to having another conversation. And uh, for those listening, thanks for tuning in. It's been real. As we wrap up today's podcast, we want to remind MBI members about a special opportunity that's still available through June 2023. Every two years, MBI partners with the Newport Group, a national compensation and benefits consulting firm, in administering a compensation and benefits survey to those members that participate. The deadline to submit for this is June 30th, 2023. And if you'd like to participate and receive the results, please contact Lori Delmont at ldelmont at mbi.build. L-D-E-L-M-O-T-T at mbi.build. Again, only those participants will receive the results. 